Welcome to But Still She Thrives. Today we are going to talk about when will the narcissist give up? Dun dun dun! Stay tuned. Hey queens, welcome to But Still She Thrives. Do you want to stop getting caught up in that wicked web of a creepy crawly narcissist? Do you find yourself up late at night replaying the abuse you put up with and wondering how you can heal now? Do you wake up hoping for healthy relationships and peace only to feel totally exhausted and mind effed? Girl, I see you! I'm Christy. I too had to disconnect from toxic people in my life and I wished I could undo the damage. I felt ashamed, lonely, and kind of lost. But I'm a stubborn Italian and I refuse to give up. I found ways to recalibrate my mind and body more quickly than I thought and can now share them with you. In this podcast, you will find coping tools, healing methods, and confidence boosters so you can trust yourself and find peace and freedom. So shields up, ladies. Let's go protect our peace. All right. So I want to preface this with the fact that depending on the narcissist, some of them will, quote, never quite give up, but they may take some small breaks, some large breaks, And if you really are good at staying no contact, they may finally give up. So that brings us to number one, the case where a narcissist may give up and go away, at least for a while, is when they feel they have lost power, right? They're all about power. That is all they care about. They control the power. If they don't have it, they try to get it back. That's where they tug on your heartstrings and do their manipulation, whatever they can do to get you back under their power. So usually this occurs after you implement that no contact rule. That is always my first advice with a narcissist, unless there is some legal reason that you need to be in contact with them. My personal opinion of narcissists is there is no good reason to stay in touch with them if you have the option not to. So That's why the no contact rule is the best rule and it has the most success rate for keeping the narcissist away. So it effectively serves as a defense against most of their manipulations, right? They can't do the gaslighting. They can't twist your words. When you're not having contact, they can't do anything in response to what you're doing. There's literally no contact. There's no way for them to have the power over you. Does that mean they... won't go ahead and talk crap about you to other people. You know, yes, they may do that, especially in the beginning when you first start having no contact. That could be a way. They may try to go through other people to get to you, to get you to contact them. But once you are strong in that no contact, if you can hold that method, (laughs) I'll call it, if you can keep it up, then that is when the beauty happens and they start to lose the interest, right? They lose that interest because it's no longer as easy as it was for them before. And they have to start making more effort, bigger effort. And honestly, a lot of narcissists are, can be like lazy. They can be lazy about their control. So they want it. They target people who maybe have big hearts, are empathetic, so it's easier to manipulate and tug on the heartstrings of those people to get the control. 
But when you make it too hard and you have no contact or you do the gray rock method, which I will link my episode to the gray rock method in the show notes. But when you do that, they don't have the ability to feel that control that they thrive off of. So they are more likely to, you know, cut the cord or just kind of forget about you and hopefully move on to the next victim. Not hopefully for that victim. Sorry, next victim. But for me, I can't control that. So I was just glad to be rid of my narcissist and they can, you know, go on with their lives, seek somebody else, mess with someone else's head. But I was just glad it was not mine. Another case where they may give up and go away is when the victim discovers what they're doing. And once you understand a narcissist and you start to see it, it, be, it can become almost like a science. You know, it can become a lot more predictable than you ever thought. So when the narcissist is exposed, they'll, of course, deny it. But when their manipulations, when their tactics don't work anymore, they may, if they are, if they are fearful that you will expose them to other people, to, you know, other relationships they have, families, friends, work situations, if they see that you are calling them out, I'm not suggesting calling them out, that's another episode, but um, if their stuff isn't working, and they obviously, there's been a shift basically in your relationship, then they can no longer use, again, that manipulation since the mask has been unveiled and they struggle to get that control back, right? So I will touch lightly on it, though, because I think it is important. I do, my go-to is not to be like, you're a narcissist, da-da-da, right? My go-to is keep very short and direct, non-emotional um, in your conflict, hopefully the last conflict you have with a narcissist before you do the no contact method. Then we have the gray rock method that goes a little deeper. I'm not going to discuss all that here. Like I said, there's a whole episode on it. So you don't need to hear me squabble about it twice. But I will link that in the show notes. But the gray rock method is a way if you have to, let's say, parent a child with your ex who's a narcissist, that is a really good way to be able to navigate And I don't suggest saying, you're a narcissist and this and that. If you have to be in their life, you don't want to piss them off because, yes, it may work in a way for them to back off or try to stay as far as they can from you so you don't expose them. But if you have to legally talk and all of that, it could backfire. Okay, so... When they have no more supply, if you haven't heard the term narcissistic supply, it's a thing. Their supply, I think of it as just this spider that is gathering all of its food in this big, nasty, narcissistic web, right? So that could be from you. And then if you start to have no contact or even gray method, they may start to gather information or keep tabs on you or smear your name to other people, right? So the thing is, if that doesn't work, which hopefully if you have good friends that, you know, don't take the bait of the narcissist, hopefully that would cause them to give up, right? 
So depending on who those relationships are or how many, everybody's situation is different. But if you have good friends and you can even warn them and say, hey, my ex may reach out to you or whatever, don't take the bait, don't take the call. Um, The more you can block them from having contact with anybody that is in connection to you, the better. So block them on social media, block them on email, have your friends and family block them everywhere you can, because that also will make it a little more likely that they will give up. Again, if something is way too much effort, depending on the narcissist, because it truly, there's such a range of them, they can go to further lengths. But in general, a lot of them can be lazy with their efforts, right? Because usually they can manipulate and flip shit around and gaslight like it's nothing. It's literally just who they are, how they are. They don't have to sit and really think about, oh, how could I get her to do this? It just is, it's a sickness. I want to, to me, it is a sickness in their head that automatically is always ready to just control and gain power at anyone else's expense, right? So they're constantly just like firing away on how to manipulate, how to get their way. So it's so natural that it's not that much effort. So when they actually have to make a big effort, it'll either piss them off or eventually they'll get tired of it. That being said, I want to say this, and on a lot of episodes I mention this, if there is someone who is violent or you feel like they may be violent, I'm not saying, oh, they'll go away, you'll be fine. When there is someone violent involved, which I know many narcissists can be emotionally or physically abusive, if they are, I suggest you call the hotline number for domestic abuse. That is always in my podcast show notes to get advice if you are fearful or fear feel like you are in danger in any way. I do have many clients that it is not a dangerous physical situation and they don't feel totally endangered. They just more want to know how to navigate the manipulation. So that's where most of this is going. If it goes beyond the scope of that, of course, you want to be careful. There is no guarantee a narcissist is going to stay away forever or go away and that, you know, things will be all good and gravy and they're just going to forget about you. This episode is about how to keep them at as much of a distance as you possibly can. But everyone is different. There is no guarantees. These are tactics that we can use and try out with whatever narcissist is in your life and, you know, use it as kind of a test. And a lot of times the no contact method does work, at least for a while, sometimes forever. A lot of people have a lot of luck with it. And again, the gray rock method, you can refer to in my podcast notes that episode. Um, That's a great way if you have to legally be bound to this person. Usually that is due to you know, child custody situations. Um, It's a really good way to navigate the conversations and just having a relationship of some sort, unfortunately, that you have to keep with the narcissist. If you need help going through this journey and you are on the other side of being with a narcissist, I work with people who are 
starting to heal from their journey. They have disconnected from the narcissist, or maybe it's somebody who is a relative, you know, that you don't see that often, but when you do, you want to know how to handle the relationship, or maybe it is a parent and you are having a tough time navigating how to deal with that because they're your parent, but you also can't stand how they treat you. There's so many situations I deal with as a coach. Um, So if you want to see if you're a match for my coaching, you can look at the three current ways to work with me through my one-on-one coaching. And I also have a boundaries course I will link as well all in the show notes. And I look forward to talking with you. But before we say goodbye, let's do some queen ass affirmations. All right, if you're driving, do not put your hand on your heart. But if you are not driving and you're in a place you can, go ahead, put your hand on your heart. Put both your hands on your heart. I don't care. Put your feet on your heart. Let's really get into this. All right, we're going to do a little affirmation. Take a big breath. (sighs) Just let the stress melt off of you. Breathe in your nose and out your mouth. I am worthy of peace. Repeat after me. I am worthy of peace. Nobody can take my power away. I deserve to be loved. Because I'm a queen! All right, you guys, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great week and don't forget to check my show notes and I'll chat with you later. Bye.